0: Yo. 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 Hi guys. What's up, bud? How's your podcast
1: doing? Well, you're about to find out, man. What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of Home with the Cousins, where we like to say there is no straight line through a construction project. And it's our job to help you zig and zag in the most efficient manner possible to save you time, money, and heartache throughout the process. In this episode, we are talking to the man, Mr. Josh Temple. Josh is a licensed contractor. He's flipped a bunch of homes, and he has led the Crasher series as the host of House Crashers. Josh is a big proponent of the trades. He does a lot of work with Boys Town in support of Trade Life, which we are going to dive into a little bit later in the episode. So let's just jump into it. Josh, you there, bud? I'm
0: here. What's up, cuz? What's up, man? What's up, buddy? I'm, I I mean, I tell you what, it's so funny. Every time I check your Twitter feed, you got something new going on. You guys are nonstop. You got shows and and and, and you're on morning shows and you're doing children's books and podcasts. <laughs> Settle down. Listen,
1: man, no no grass growing under the feet. You know what I mean? Come on, you're no stranger to that. You're you're moving and shaking all the time too. Got to hustle, got to hustle, baby.
0: Yeah, but also now all of a sudden, you know, Colin are doing sit ups from upside down, and, <laughs> <laughs> and, Anthony's, and Anthony's on some sort of rocket ship going across country. What do you guys? what you have, I mean, what is your life?
1: Oh man, I love it. It's it's uh, crazy, man. I love it's it. crazy. Um, so listen we really appreciate you taking the time to uh, to join us on this thing um, we've been getting a good response from it you know the, the the whole impetus for the podcast as we've said many a time before everybody at home apologies for the repetition but uh, you know it's important to us to give people some in-depth knowledge um, we all love the shows we've made but Realistically speaking, in 22 minutes, what can we really share with people other than the cool design or or the or the fun build or the challenge of it all? So you know, we're trying to give real knowledge here, um, kind of the step by step of of uh, the paint by number, if you will, to get from A to Z through a construction project. And um, I mean, in all seriousness, dude, I I can't think of anybody better. from the contracting perspective, than you. I mean, you've been in the game a long time, on screen and off. Um, so, you know, there's kind of no rules. Uh, you can curse. Uh, we can have fun, um, but we really want to get to some good knowledge. So, you know, we can we can kind of jump off uh, anywhere you want. I definitely want to get into the trades and, and trade life and Boystown um, a little bit later on, but I want to get into some of the. Some of the um, the real construction stuff first. Um, so maybe maybe we just start at the at the beginning and just just ask you the basic. How did how did you get into construction to begin with?
0: Perfect. Yeah. And and just to that note, yep. um, Aunt, um, I can't tell you how important this kind of stuff is that you're doing because back in the day we actually did. I mean, my first couple of shows it was step by steps. We were showing you. We weren't omitting. Things that weren't sexy for TV, and then all of a sudden, step four, people at home trying it would say, "Well, they <laughs> yeah. never did that." So, right. I mean, I do a whole thing when I go to home shows and talk. I do a whole thing of real versus reality. Um, That's great. I do. I feel I feel responsible that you know, 22 minutes is just not enough time, and 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 that yes, those are good ideas or great designs, or I didn't know that product was out there. But the fact that people actually – there are so many people at, that are out there trying to do stuff themselves. And I love that you're doing this sort of, uh, like you said, paint by the numbers or, or go in sequence cool. because it is important because people are spending their time and their money and, on tools and on materials. And then and then you just leave them high and dry. Oh, yeah, that's how you make a timbre door. Really? Minus yeah. step <laughs> seven, eight, nine. So, <laughs> um, so first of all, I, I do appreciate what you guys are doing, and I think it's about time it's been done. Um, and that, and that the attention span of the regular viewer is a lot less than, than someone maybe listening to a podcast where they can get the full, full knowledge. Awesome, man. I appreciate um, that. So well done. Well done. Um, I started, uh, my, my, uh, my construction background, it was funny. I, 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 I swept and, and, and loaded, uh, scrap lumber and stuff in, uh, in college during my like winter breaks and stuff. Um, but my first real um, construction came, I, I graduated from college and I, and I moved to San Francisco and I'm a Cali boy and I always wanted to live there. And I moved there with a job in, in an insurance company. And my first day I went downtown San Francisco, went up to like the 30th floor and uh, I had my stupid brand new cheap suit. And <laughs> You must um, look
2: so good. You, come on, come on. You look good in that cheap suit.
0: It probably was like a Bobby Brown double-breasted <laughs> because it was in the '90s. Yeah, baby, rock that! <laughs> love it, love it. And 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 um and so I went up there, and it was so funny. I had, you know, I had spent my life doing all, you know, up until then. It was just it was college in Santa Barbara, which, by the way, is just ridiculous. I'm sure. I'm, su- then I'm was- sure
2: that's not too bad.
0: Yeah, not too bad. And then I was a camp counselor every summer, so like I was an outdoor cat, right? And and I I walked in and I looked and there was this office with these cubicles and the fluorescent blinking lights and the water cooler and the and oh, the you copy must have, room. You must
1: have run for the hills, bro.
0: Oh my god. I was like, Oh crap, these movies are real. This this, this. <laughs>
2: This is this is how people live. So what you're saying is Office Space, the movie, is reality. <laughs>
0: complete reality. That's it's complete
2: exactly reality.
1: It. Oh, that's I was funny. like,
0: oh my god, Office Space wasn't lying. It wasn't lying to have, us. <laughs> I don't have a stapler. Oh my god. So how long so, did how long did you last? So he walked me around. The guy walked me around, and I started to get like this panic attack, and I went. And he said, well, let's get you over to HR and sign up. And I said, you know, I can't work here. No. I can't. Really? I can't. Yeah. That, and he that, said, what are you talking about? You know what, Josh? Good on you. Yeah, dude. man. That's wow. awesome. Wow. Well, you know what? The guy said the same thing. He said, I can't tell you how much I appreciate that because I would have wasted six weeks of training you and and i don't think you know if you don't like it today on your first day you ain't ever gonna like it. you don't
1: it. like the tour you're not gonna like the experience no. oh my god <laughs> exactly holy shit so so you walk out of there you don't even bother with the hr and what wh- gu- yeah where do we go from here
0: i take i take my elevator downstairs i go out to a payphone because that's what we used to do. Oh, I'm old, grand- old!
2: You're really dating yourself, sir. You're, Grandfather. For all, for all those millennials out there, there was this phone in the street that you used to put <laughs> coins in. Yes, coins, quarters, nickels, dimes, and uh, you could call somebody.
0: And <laughs> <laughs> it was really loud. It was a lot of gum. It's a lot of gum. Oh, dude, gross. stop! Oh my God. It
2: smelled like pee sometimes. Yes, yes. We know. We, we know those. <laughs> oh.
0: So so, I call my aunt who I was crashing on her couch, and I said, "Hey, I just gave up the only prospect of a job I have," and she she said, "Go head down um, to uh, her husband's family owned an HVAC company," and I said, and she said, "Head down there, they'll give you a job for a couple of weeks." So I went with my you know Bobby Brown cheap double breasted suit. And uh went and I and I knew these people. Um, they weren't my relatives, but I knew them um from just from other gatherings. And I looked at them and I said, Hey, I need a job for about six weeks. And I quit as the vice president of the company eight years later.
2: Whoa. Wow. Wow. Holy cow, so that, that's I, a turnaround. That I mean you went to vice president. Whoa.
0: I went from shipping driver and loader to all the way up from there to the shipping department to installer to project manager oh, man. wow. that's um and 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 it was and it was funny because I will tell you this uh, I got out of installing real quick because of as as much as you know as I could as as I I had maybe an affinity for the job, I was the slowest man on the truck <laughs> and you and you kind of pushed you this out. guy. This guy that doesn't want to make any mistakes, so he doesn't. He just doesn't do anything until he knows exactly what he's doing. That was me.
1: Yeah, I was listen, there. I don't have a lot of experience with HVAC, but I know that I've cut myself on many pieces of ductwork. So uh, I would have, I would have run from installer as well, man. <laughs>
0: Holy well, and and, and and but here was the great thing about the about HVAC was that. Even and I did commercial and residential. Is that you got to learn a little bit of electrical because you got to hook up your furnace, you got to run your gas lines, um, you have uh, condensing units and water lines, and you got to learn to braise lines and you got to learn to bilch um, soffits for your duct work. I mean, those it was a little bit of everything, and it just it just it changed my world. Like all of a sudden, I'm sitting there going long day but look look what i just did yeah you know
1: well yeah there's a real there's a real um there's a real tangibility to to your daily accomplishments and then when you look at it as a project and and somebody turns a key and goes into their home it's it's a i mean and correct me if i'm wrong but that's a pretty satisfying experience on a daily basis
0: oh it's amazing in fact uh just last this spring break I, our family went to San francisco um my my daughter, who's 12 wanted to like Wanted to check it out, and we were showing them, you know, because I I met my wife in San Francisco too. Okay, Um, and we were showing all the places, and I was driving by places that I was I was like, "That's the Fillmore. That is that that's." that is a, a iconic place to listen to music and i did their ventilation oh that's wow cool, man. man that's, that's cool.
1: cool
2: and and, yeah. and and you know i mean if you look at hvac today i mean the guys that are even doing the installs now they're they're almost they're more engineers because these systems have become so efficient and you hit the nail on the head. Just saying, you need to know a little electrical, plumbing, the install, the carpentry. I mean, it's it is it's a technical job now.
0: and 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 now with all of everything balancing those systems, everything's got to be spot on. I mean, look, yep. it was it was it made me fall in love with with construction, and it was it was it was incredible. So so once that happened, I was I was hooked. Yep. Cool. And so, so, ha- so how I, did
1: you make the jump from HVAC to to general contractor? Was it was it uh, linear, or did you do something else in between, or?
0: So, so what happened is I got to. Um, w- well, another thing happened, and that is I f- I fell in love with entertainment. So when I was in San Francisco, I went and saw um, an improv show, and like a whose line is it anyway? Yep. <laughs> and and I saw them, and at the at the intermission, the guy said. You know, if you think you can do this, we have classes. And I was like, I can freaking do that. (laughs) And I fell in love with improv. And so I start. I took the classes, I got through it. I passed all the classes and I got under the company and I started performing. And from there, from, so that was just not quitting my day job, performing improv at night. And someone came up to me after a show and said, Hey, do you want to be in a commercial? And I was like, yeah, I'll be in a commercial. Not bad. Not bad. I'll do that. Wow. And um, and it was like it was e- it was it was the easiest like m- looking back now on my whatever twenty years of entertainment it was the easiest most ridiculous never should have happened moment in my life, but I, I but I was th- I, I show up and it was the commercial and you guys are still too young for this but but <laughs> zoom 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 from Mazda yeah I know the <gasps> yeah, zoom I know zoom. the zoom zoom yeah zoom zoom yes. it was the first. First commercial for that. Wait, Josh,
1: Josh, Josh did, said three zooms. That must have been before our time because we're the zoom zoom generation.
2: Oh, so, oh, got it. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. So, so we didn't see that one, Josh.
0: <laughs> I, I mean, you guys weren't even a glimmer in your parents <laughs> eyes.
2: So, so what did you do on that commercial? Who, I guess, I guess who, her, who were you in the commercial?
0: So it was hysterical. All they wanted me to do was it's it's supposed to be like Mazda makes uh, adults look like kids, which yeah. is right up my alley because yeah, I'm perfect. a child. And so all I had to do was um, be in a shopping cart, and I was actually like pushing the shopping cart and riding it. That's amazing. And
2: <laughs> This is unbelievable. And
0: and they were like, "Okay, now bring in the stunt double." And I was like, "Stunt, stunt double? double
2: for a commercial? Are you serious? You had a stunt?" So you're telling me you had a stunt double of yourself in a
0: shopping cart? Yeah, I was like, <laughs> "I don't need a stunt double. Get me in the freaking shopping cart."
1: That's. Uh, that's this that's one amazing. of the best stories i've ever heard this is amazing. that's amazing so, so so the entertainment for you did you make the connection with construction or kind of like us where you had a you had a profession and and you wound up tripping into it because you could speak on camera and 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 kind of convey your trade on camera it happened and and entertainment was very separate from your contracting life
0: or was it well it, it was it was, it was very separate and very connected. So any uh, cut to me moving to LA to be an actor okay. because, because I was, uh, my last two years in San Francisco, I was making more money as an actor than I was as a project manager and a vice president of a company.
2: So that, so that was, that's why you left being the vice president. You said, I can make more money in entertainment and I'm going to go pursue it down in LA.
0: And, and Exactly, and then what I did is instead of being a a, you know waiting tables, I worked for contractors. Ah, got it, got it, got it. it. So, and and people would hire me piecemeal, like, okay, you you know, you need to do that deck. I was like, great, I'll have the deck done in four days. I get to pick my own hours. That's great, fine. And I and I learned how to tile, and you know where I I learned how to tile. I learned how to do all of these things from books.
1: That's amazing. Wow. So you you're self taught wow, and you just whatever the whatever the job you, you got hired for, you would you would go out and figure out how to do the, the trade.
0: Yeah, yeah. And I mean I was Amazing. and and, and self taught means let's let's just be honest, that means making a lot of mistakes.
1: Of course, but what better way is there to learn, right? And I mean, as long as you didn't leave a homeowner with those mistakes and you made sure you got it done right, which knowing you, I'm sure you did, um, yeah. You know that you can't learn a better way. It's, I mean, it's the same parallel that you just made with the story about the about HVAC. You know, starting with the broom and and going through the install and ending at vice president. I mean, there's no better way to learn than to put your foot on each rung of that ladder. You know, it's 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 invaluable stuff. And when you look back and at where you are, it's so funny that the most seemingly most inconsequential thing is, is one of those catalyst moments that's like, wow, each of these things really had a big impact on getting me to where I am today, even though I didn't realize it then.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, milestones, uh, you know, you could just track them yeah. all those different things Crazy. and yeah. And so then when, when, um, as, as this happened, uh, I, I also, my wife and, uh, her brother were um, starting to get into flipping houses and um, cause their dad's a builder. And um, so then it became even better because as I'm, you know, I, now my boss is my wife and she's like, Hey, when, you know, get, can you help me with this? Can you get me, can you do this? I need you to do this, you know? And, and, and I was, so I was actually working for them as well. and, and it was great. So, So it also allowed me that freedom to make mistakes, the freedom to say, yeah, I can do that. And then I'd go, I better find out how to do that and and, and do it. And it also, the same, same thing happened when I bought my first house, and it was a piece of garbage. I mean, just an absolute piece of garbage. <laughs> I pulled up like 300 hypodermic needles. Oh, my goodness. Uh, in the backyard. The oh, how many? Windows,
2: 300?
0: 300. Oh. 300. You guys, you don't understand. This house was such a piece of shit. There was tinfoil in the windows. And I was cutting down a, a bush in the middle of the backyard with, uh, you know, the electric uh, shears. Yeah. And I I, I just hit this. There was a. There was a freaking motorcycle in the middle of the hedge. Oh, Abandoned motorcycle. What? <laughs> oh, so, holy th- but, cow but this was what you could i mean like it was in a neighborhood that was that was there was you know it wasn't that great uh it was it was up maybe up and coming i mean there was a shooting the first month we were there um w- uh, you know on the next block i mean wow. it was it was this thing so we were like yeah but we but it's ours and we can do what we want and we, it was a four bedroom one bath house that we turned into a three two and um and it was funny because i Doing my own shower for the first time, doing the whole thing. Um, you know, we gutted the joint, and we're doing this, and we get we got married right when we bought the house.
1: Oh wow, cool man! This is an awesome story.
0: So we're sitting there trying to plan a wedding and and do a floor oh or put up drywall Holy or God. run, you know, or run or run electrical, and then. The, the shower, my first shower, we were like, yeah, let's do a double-headed shower. Let's be sexy. Let's be awesome. And so we had the room. So we put in this double-headed shower, and then I started tiling it, and it was completely jacked up. So I take it all down, <laughs> and I try it again, and I try and I try and float it this time. Uh-huh. Terrible mistake. Took it down again. Had to go down, and what I had not figured out was that my my studs weren't plump. Right.
1: Oh, and my God. And so I God. had to
0: re... I had to reframe the thing. So when we come back from our honeymoon, our first week at our new house, we're taking showers with a garden hose oh, in the backyard. My, yeah, your That's wife amazing. must
1: have loved you. That's amazing.
2: Yeah, you were, dumb, you, were, dumb, you, were, you were you were n- you were you were you were number one husband. And <laughs> dumb, and and, and, dumb, and, and, dumb. and you've only been married for a week.
0: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So it was a pretty good indicator of the rest of the time. But,
2: but you know what, Josh? But I I do want to say this. I think you know, look hearing the stories and, and hearing what you've gone through, this is exactly what we're telling our, our listeners. There's You don't get it right on the first time, right? How many times have you done a project? You've learned from it. You've said, you know what? I made that mistake, but I'm going to change this next time. That's why having this conversation and when they hear of mistakes and things that we've done wrong, we're giving them our knowledge and we're allowing them to learn from our mistakes. Because I think too many people get nervous. They're like, you know what? No, I'm not going to do it because I don't want to screw up. And the reality right. is you're going to. That's that's, yep. that's what kind of happens when you do a DIY, you do your first flip, you start getting into the real estate business. This is not an easy business, but, but the big but is once you start to learn from those mistakes, the potential and the upside is huge.
0: Absolutely. And and what what you to speaking to that point, everyone has to go through it. Everyone does. Yep. I agree. Every master, every master carpenter, every, you know, every person in the world has had to start and learn and screw up and make mistakes. Yep. And and one of the great things I think about the trades uh is is that there is this this it's almost like this brotherhood where you learn on the job from the people that have learned it themselves and there's there's a great it's a great way to learn from an older or a more experienced person but it's also it's it's also very gratifying to be the teacher of those trades too so that it, it works really well someone taught me I'm going to teach someone else and it's and in that in that way, I don't think there's anything like that in 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 the world as far as occupations where you learn you learn these tricks and these and these things from people that are dying to teach you.
2: Yep, and that's the only way. And you're absolutely right. I mean, I I, I know you know Anthony and I. Both, you know, growing up in high school and college, and working in construction for our uncles as summer jobs—it's the only way that that we learned. It, this wasn't something that, like you said, they didn't—they didn't teach me this in school. You know, it's—it's it's sad to say, but shop class and the trades—they—they've they, died in our school systems. That's why the work you're doing is so incredible because I wasn't taught that in school. I was taught on site by other professionals that were older than me and they said look these are great skills that are going to be with you your entire life so yeah, when you when you start to get older you will use these and little did i know being 18 19 years old how i'm using them today i never realized the scope of it but when i look back i say wow you know that the, it, it was it was knowledge that was invaluable and was really just amazing to, to have
0: well and the funny thing and, and the other thing is, John, and I'm sure you and Ann can agree with me because we've worked with some of the same people, but you continue learning. I mean look, absolutely. There's well, there's no way you know everything, even on anything. On anything. No, never. And never and I I'm pretty sure you guys worked with um Doug Tolson. Did you ever work with Doug Tolson? Doug no, no, no I don't not. even know the name. No, no. Who's Doug? Okay. He's he's one of the Sacramento crew and I know you worked with Rusty. Yeah, Rusty Yes, yes, yes. We worked with um, yes. So these guys that I worked with on House Crashers, Doug, the Doug Tolson, the Trey Wheeler, the, the Rusty, these guys, talk, these guys were teaching me things yesterday. I mean, I, I, I was a grown man in my, I don't know, fourth season of House Crashers when I, when I really learned the, uh, like the art of hanging a door.
2: And it, that is an art. <laughs> you're absolutely right. As, as and, and I mean, yeah, you're absolutely I, right.
0: I hung, I hung doors before, and and they worked. But the art of hanging a door, Trey Wheeler taught me, and and me and Jason Jackson, who you do know, yeah. my construction, yep. my construction producer, we would just sit there and watch him. Yeah, Jason's unbelievable, and, Un- unbelievable and, carpenter. And that, guy, and and you want to know something about Jason? He was in demolition when I met him. Wow. Huh. And so it shows, yeah.
2: It shows how he progressed also.
0: Oh my god, he learned he learned everything. He's now he's now killing it as a as a GC.
2: And I think I I mean everyone should know about J- Jason has worked on multiple shows on DIY on HGTV with a lot of talent. Um he I mean in all he is a master carpenter. I mean the the, the things that he builds and he builds with us behind the scenes where people see part of it, but they don't see, of course, the full picture, because these things take hours, and the show is only 22 minutes, um, it's really unbelievable to see what a man can do with his hands like that, when you you give an idea, and you say, I have an idea, and it should look like this, and then when you see it built in front of you, and all the steps lead to this object, you're like, whoa, that's exactly it, that's what I imagined in my head, it's it's pretty, It's it's an art, and to see that done is pretty unbelievable.
0: You, you guys, you guys know how Jason Jackson came about? No, I don't. I crashed his house.
2: Oh, that's right. He did tell us that. Yeah, he told us that. Yes, he did tell us that. That's right. You, you crashed his house, and then he became a carpenter and started working on all the shows. You know, your show, our show, a, a bunch of others. So that's unbelievable.
0: Yeah, I was like, I, I was crashing his house. The kid had an affinity, you know, and his dad was a plumber, so he was helping me hook up this this um this water feature uh, in his bar and i was like dude what are you what are you doing and he's a, he was young then i mean this was years and years ago and and i said, what are you doing he's like i'm in demolition but my my boss pa- stiffed me and so i was like dude whenever you want a job you come work for me and he did that's and, awesome wow how cool is that and then all he did was apply himself he learned from every guy on the set about anything, and just, and it was it was his destiny. I mean, because he just he just he just soared.
1: That's very cool. And you know one one point I definitely want to make here is you know obviously we have this connection of television, and that's how a, a bunch of us have met. But you know you say set, it's it's just as easy to say job site. And for people who are interested in this, you know. I mean you just said it 5 minutes ago you you learn the majority of your skills through reading books and a necessity to get something done whether it was a uh you know a part-time job or you know while you're trying to get acting gigs or flipping properties with your with your sister and her brother you know it was it was the application of yourself to a task that that allowed you to get it done not Years and years and years of apprentice school or, you know, any type of formal education. It was, it was sheer will and the willingness to, 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 to jump into it. So I I think, and and quite frankly, man, I still hear the excitement in your voice telling the stories. And I know your love for the trades and, and, and the, you know, the accomplishments that you, that, that you continue to have. Um, But I just, I just wanted to make that connection because TV is often this aspirational thing that's somewhere off to the right or the left and is not dead center. But you know it's. You can say TV set, you can say job site, because at the end of the day, we're still on a job site, even though there are cameras around. So anybody who is out there who wants to learn these things or wants to do their own renovations or wants to do their own maintenance at home... I mean, look at Josh Temple because <laughs> that's it. You buy a book, you figure it out, you'd be willing to do it over and over again. You keep a positive attitude, and there's nothing you can't accomplish with it.
2: And and Josh, let me ask you this because I know we we've been you know, we we've talked about a bunch of different different topics here, and I want to make it relevant to our listeners that are doing their own projects at home because again. Like yourself, how you started out saying you get a lot of questions traveling the country, going to home shows, talking to fans. You know, a lot of people are always asking us, well, how do you find the right contractor? How do I know this person is going to do the job that I want inside my home? So I want to ask you, what do you, I mean, even you've worked with. So many different contracts. I mean, first off, the the number of episodes that you've done on House Crashers, you know, in in the hundreds upon hundreds, and then on top of it, doing your own flips. What do you look for when you are doing your own projects, and what should other people look for in general contractors, or if they're just going out getting individual contractors?
0: It's it's a good question. It's a it's a it's it's something that everyone needs to know. And here's what I would say about it. First of all. The onus is on you. It is not, I will. I don't want this story about how my contractor, you know, screwed me. Yes, that happens. And it's unjust and it's unfair. But the onus is on you to do your work. So the more work or research you do on that, the better off your story is going to be. So as far as a general contractor goes, look, obviously everyone says license and and, and the, the 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 proper insurance. Yes, that's that's an easy one. Yeah. You need to go and find out what they've done. Most good contractors can show you. They can provide references. Those kind of things are those are important. Now that now you've got a guy that you know, or a girl or a woman that you know can do the job. The most important next thing is is how you can interact with them because you're giving up control of your house and that freaks people out. Yeah, and you've that's got to, true. You've got to know, you've got to be able to be comfortable talking to this person and not saying, and not having that conversation with your wife at night going, God, that, that window's still not straight. That's, well, why don't you talk to him? Well, he might, I don't know, he might get it straight or maybe I will talk to him or maybe I won't. You can't have that. Yeah, You have to, you have to, it, it is a, it's, it's an actual chemistry test between you and your contractor. Right. If you feel that you can tell them these things, then, then they should have no problem answering those questions.
1: Yeah. Communication so, is absolutely key.
0: Paramount. Yeah. So, I mean, honestly, it's the one thing, you know, I mean, you, we, we've all done these steps on TV, how to find a good contractor. One thing that I say is, is most important is that you're comfortable with talking to these people about problems and about whatever. Because 100% day, agreed. 100% yeah, agreed. At, at the end of the day, I mean, look, you're two people both trying to get a job done. Yeah, you want right? your
1: house back and they want to get paid. So it's you You have the same goal. It's just how you go about communicating that goal when something goes wrong. And it shouldn't be this like catastrophic, how do I deal with this? People have disagreements every day. It's just that you're in a you you as a homeowner are in a position of perceived um, weakness because you maybe you don't know the trades or you, your house is is taken apart and you don't want to piss this person off because what if they walk away and don't finish but. You know, people these these guys, contractors, tradesmen, like they're proud of their work. They want to get the job done. So it's you're better off communicating sooner as opposed to later because it's always easier to fix a problem the faster you know about it as opposed to letting it get covered up or framed in or trimmed out, and then having to go take the whole thing apart to go fix it
2: and and I think, Contractors get 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 a a bad rap. You know, and Josh, and you know it. Every, you know, we've been to those home shows and we've been around the country and people say, Oh, the guy left me, did this to me, that. And you made a great point saying you have to take some onus and responsibility on yourself because the contractor shouldn't get a bad rap. These guys want to do right and they want to make the project be what you expect it to be, but at the same time, you got to talk to them. You got to treat them the proper way, and if you can do that, your project is going to turn out pretty phenomenal, and you're going to get exactly what you want.
0: Well, it, 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 that, that, that's exactly right. And then I also like to shed a little light on the on on pe- to to people on what it is to be a general contractor. And obviously, you guys know this, but there's a couple of things that people don't think about, and that is that general contractors number one. Um, they don't just, unless you have a total gut job, they don't just sit at your house every day. They can't do that. They, they, they have to, first of all, just to live, just to support a crew, they have to have a couple jobs going at the same time. Preach on brother. We
2: say it all the time. Preach on. Keep it going, buddy.
0: (laughs) Yep. The other thing is when, when it's time, they have to get their electrician or their rough, their plumbing, their rough in, they got to walk away and let those subs do it. Then there's dry time. Then there's passing inspections. Those sort of things, they got to go away. Now when they go away, that general contractor is not going to pay his guys to just sit at home. They're going to go on to another job. And then that job, sure, it might take a day or two longer than they thought, but it might not. There are two different kinds of general contractors in my in my opinion. The ones that are really good business partner, business people and planners, and then the ones that are just really good builders. Mm -hmm.
2: That's That's a good point. Great point.
0: Both of them have their their advantages. I mean, like a a really good builder can fix a problem on site, no problem. But a really good strategist probably shaves you saves you 6 to 12 days on your build because they they mapped it out more correctly. Yeah. That's a really these interesting
1: just, that's a really interesting take, good. Josh. Yeah. I like that.
0: Yeah, these are just people that are trying to to pay their pay their guys and 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 keep their trucks up and keep their tools and worry about work comp and all of these things. Right. The small business end of this is no joke. It is why I will never do it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's it's it, it is it, it's 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 hard work. It's very very hard work and there's a lot that goes on. And you know, one of the points that we have tried to to really hit home is that some of these guys and more to your point of of the 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 better builder as opposed to strategist or businessman is their communication skills may not be great. They may not know how to manage your expectations as a homeowner and that is is why we're encouraging the homeowners through listening to this information and and chats with guys like you is to say you know what the process is now, so you tell the contractor what you expect or ask the contractor, well, what what kind of timeline is this going to be on? What kind of timeline is that going to be on? You know, how Explain to me how this process is going to work. I understand you probably have other jobs going on. And you be you be the catalyst for the conversation as the homeowner to encourage the, the communication between
0: you and the general contractor. It's, it's like, think about it this way. This guy not only has to sell you a job, because you're probably getting multiple bids. So he has to sell you that he's the guy for the job. He's got to be a salesman, and then he's got to execute. And he's got to be a supervisor and he's got to be a boss and he's got to be a liaison. And so there's, there's a lot of things you, you might as a homeowner have to give away a couple of little things because of that. But as long as you keep that, that before you sign that contract, I mean, look, he's going to say, well, we're going to be done. We should be done by July 4th. Okay, bro. Seriously. I understand how things work. July 4th and he's like, "Well, maybe August 8th." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then, and then you know, and then you know.
1: Right, but because you know, but th- to, but to your point, I would take and and we've lost more jobs for honesty than for any other reason. But I would rather have a realistic expectation of, of what the deliverable date is going to be as opposed to, this guy's the cheapest and the fastest, and this thing is going to go without a hitch. Well, come on. Have you ever heard of a construction project not having an issue? Have you ever heard of a construction project not having a delay? No, these things are real. So pay attention to the way these guys are communicating with you and don't punish somebody for being honest with you.
0: Right, right, exactly. And then and, and I'm sure you guys have said this a million times on, on, on the podcast, but it's it's cheap, fast, and good. You can have yeah. two, but you can't have three. That's, that's exactly very-
1: right. We have not said that yet, but I'm glad you did. <laughs> that's cheap, true. fast, and good. You can have two, but you can't have three. I love that. I love that. I love that. But and that's
2: and you're absolutely right. And that's why you know, we always say, and Anthony starts out every podcast saying there is no straight line through a construction project because there is not. Every single one is unique unto itself. You can't you can't see behind walls. I can't see behind walls. Your GC can't. Your GC can't predict what the building department in the town of wherever he is in this country is going to do or make them change. It's just impossible. But if you have that conversation up front, and you take the 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 lessons that we're teaching through the podcast, and you listen to people like yourself, and you use those tools, then it's not a surprise. Then it's not the it's not the homeowner saying, "Oh, you never, I never knew that, I never knew." Everyone understands what they're getting into.
0: Yeah. Add weather and that. Every yeah. Add weather. Material, yeah. <laughs> every single material has to be delivered. Yep. I mean like that's another thing I mean you can wait three days on on, on just a building material correct and then, well, with no fault of your own
1: correct yeah I mean've we, we've, we've actually walked into projects before where it's like uh, you know the, the, the demolition has taken place or they want the demolition to take place like yesterday and we say, well, did you order your cabinets? And they're like, what do you mean? Like, well, if I do the demolition today and then get all my roughs done, I'm going to be ready for the cabinets in about two weeks. And if you haven't ordered your cabinets, they're about six to eight weeks out. So you do the math on how long you're not going to have a kitchen for, you know, <laughs> and then you're going to get mad at me about it, right? And it's 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 funny when... And, and, and again, it's it's the reason for having this conversation because you don't know what you don't know. And that's okay, so long as you're willing to go out there and get that knowledge and hopefully, we're we're helping people avoid these mistakes or these missteps. Yeah, Yep. So, so, uh, so let's shift gears, man. I want to I want to jump into uh, into trade life. Um, a really, you know. I love what you're doing with it. Um, I, I'm I'm thrilled that you reached out to both John and myself, uh, uh, you know, to to get involved and and to make a few videos um, and, and and help get the word out. But why don't you give us um you know give us the uh, the intro here and 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 let's talk about this thing because it is it is something that you know that I want to really encourage more and more people to know about.
0: Well, first of all, I'm going to jump in and say you. You were the first people I asked. You were the first people that responded. And you were the first people that donated. And you donated sizably. And I want, it, I want everyone to know that you did that. And that you, my first video to rally the troops, I even had a shout out to you too, because you were immediately jumped on this cause. And I cannot, cannot tell you how much that meant to me. Awesome. So, Absolutely. Man. Happy to do it both of you thank you so much um no
2: thank you okay. I, I think thank you for having us involved in all honesty i mean this is this is something that we feel very passionate about so you know yes you're thanking yeah, us yeah, but at the yeah, same time you guys,
0: thank you yeah but you guys put your money where your mouth is
2: well you, you know some, you know you know sometimes uh, actions speak louder than words and you know we wanted to really support this that's that that's what it came down to for us it's it's getting behind something that uh, when you are a professional in the field, this is very, very, very
0: important. Well, again, just shut up and say you're welcome. <laughs> you're welcome. Thank you. Thank you. You're mean, welcome, buddy. It, All right. It, it, it honestly touched my heart. It really did. So you didn't. You you had you had talk and actions. You you endorsed it and you in, it donated it. And so stop being so freaking humble. <laughs> Culinary. Well, freaking, we appreciate it, man. I we have you, big hearts, guy, you know. Listen, you know, listen. You know, let's stop, let, let, let
1: let us just let's just tell everybody else what this is all about, John. <laughs> we got to get the message out there, baby. Sorry,
0: I'm all mad at
2: John. He's like, he's, like, he's like stop being so humble, John. Just let me thank you.
0: <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. Well, you never can trust a guy with less body fat than his shoes. <laughs> ah, very true. Very true. <laughs> um, all right so trade life I'll be I'll be not kind of quick I'll just show you the impetus of what happened about, Listen about you got four, all the time in the for it, world man, man. Go seriously for it. Tell us you, that, know?
2: you know we got to let everyone know about
0: this Okay 4 or 5 years ago um I went I was doing a crash in Omaha Nebraska and Boys Town reached out to me for the, hey could you come do uh like a photo op And I said, sure. I had no idea what Boys Town was. The only thing I knew about Boys Town was Rodney Dangerfield and Caddyshack saying, hey, good kid. What's time you do back in Boys Town? (laughs) I love that. (laughs) And that's the honest to God truth. So I went there and um, and they gave me this tour. It's an actual town with an actual post office. And it's it's got, you know, um, all the facilities there. Um, And it's a huge campus. And what people don't understand is the magnitude of not only the the size of the place, but what how how the, how much outreach they have, and and the general thing is that these are kids, these are uh, boys and girls that uh, are in at risk environments. Um, some are just straight up from an orphanage. Some are kids that uh, got into gangs and got out. Some have. Um, parents that are uh, that are uh, addicted in some way, shape, or form. Some have been given, given, um, given the choice to go to Boys Town or, instead of juvie. Um, some, it's just, it's just, all of these things. Are, it's just backgrounds you don't want. You know, these are right. kids yeah. that just got a fucking bad deal. Yeah. is what it
1: is. Wh- which
2: happens for a lot of kids in our country. It's un not not to their fault. They're. Uh, you know, raised in in a family that that maybe doesn't have two parents uh, or doesn't have the the money to to give them the things that they need, and and they turn to doing bad things.
0: Yep, and 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 I do want to say not all of them were just were doing bad things, but some were. I mean, look, they, like I said, at risk environments, yep. meaning they were either on the bad road or starting that Yeah, or, exactly. Or, catch or them, the, or didn't have catch them, catch them
2: before it gets. It, it, they they start really going
0: down that road. Right. So, so I, 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 walked around this and I was looking at, and I, and I was giving this great tour and I looked at the guy that was giving me the tour and I said, well, you know, what do these kids do after high school? And he said, well, that's our, that's, that's the, that's the biggest challenge because you know, they're, they're, they're getting paid, uh, they're getting subsidized. These kids get subsidized by the state, by programs and things like that. And they get paid for it. But when they turn 18, they're done. There's, there's no more. Yeah,
1: the the and, the flaw in the system there, right? It's at some point and, and, just can't afford to keep keep subsidizing,
0: right? Because they're adults now, right? And the, and and a lot of these kids, a lot of these kids don't grow up at Boys Town. I mean, there are some there are some kids that have been there for four to six years, but the goal at Boys Town is not is not to keep them there. It's to about it's about a year and a half to two years that they try and keep them there, get them right. Get them, get them into the right way of thinking, and then put them back with their families, or get them in a in a better environment. So it's not like these guys come, stay, and 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 live there. Sure. They're trying, they're trying to keep these kids moving along the right path. And no one can, you know, argue that families your best support system. If you have one, work on getting that. And they have so many programs for that. Um, so these kids, because of that, they're usually about a grade behind in school. Okay. I mean whether they they spent some time in trouble or they just spent time getting themselves right, they're about a year behind in school. So college is not even the smart kids, college, they're behind in their 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 education, and college is not like the first choice. Um, now, others, others it is, whatever, both 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 apply. Um, but just like regular life, college isn't for everybody exactly. um. And then the other thing that they used to do was the military. They used to go straight into the military, but the military's not taking them. And I, I believe when I was there, I, it was 2014, and 130 of kids applied for the military, and two got in.
2: Whoa. 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 And why is so, that? What's what, Do you know what the reason is for that?
0: I don't. I don't. I, That's I, really I mean, well, interesting. I, he did he uh, the, he did mention that the military wasn't taking people and then i think also that these guys come with a bit of a stigma um, so I, I to be honest with you i don't know the answer to that but the fact of the matter is we're talking about i mean i don't know anywhere from 60 to 80% of these kids are either going to try and work it out in junior college or they're 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 back where they they're, they're back where they started yeah. with a little bit more education yeah. right so I tell these, I was like, look, you just gave me a tour. I just saw your, you have 12 carpenters. They have 12 full-time carpenters because it's a town. I was like, you could teach a shop class right in there. You have an HVAC building. You have an electrical warehouse. You have all of these things. Why don't you teach them trades? And they said, you know, we used to teach them trades back in the 40s and 50s. And, you know, and the programs just died because, uh, you know, that that wasn't, what people were moving towards anymore. I mean, yeah,
2: you know, most people that was probably when college was really at the forefront and everyone said, no, you have to college, 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 college. Yeah. And, the, and, and if you look back, you know, 30 to 40 years ago, that's, I'm sure you see a major and we know we see it, a major decline in the trades in general.
0: Yep. So I said, well, let's do it. Uh, do you have, and they said, I said, do you want to do, are you interested in that? And they said, we're very interested in that. I was like, okay, look, um you get the kids that are interested i'll get you um the tools and so um rigid i can't thank rigid power tools enough they donated not only did they donate um saws and nail guns and but all the little drills and batteries and everything they've donated wow. so much they've donated
2: thousands of dollars tens, of, tens, of worth tens, of
0: yeah tens of thousands yeah, of yeah tens dollars. of thousands of dollars wow that's and, unbelievable and and it and it took off and then it was funny because these kids also wanted to learn about working on cars. And I didn't know anything about that, but we got them, we, we got, we got them a small engines room. And, and then I, I'm sitting there talking to some guy at a fundraiser at Boys Town a couple of years ago. And I'm like, uh, I don't know anything about freaking car tools. I don't know any, I don't know anyone to ask to get. And he said, no problem. I work for Toyota and boom. They got all of the, you know brand new um, wow. tools to work on work on cars. They actually have two cars there. Um, the last time I was there, were the kids so
2: were the kids really gravitating towards the? Was it more as soon as you put the idea out there, you saw the response from the kids saying, "You know what? I like this. I I I like working with my hands. I like coming up with these ideas in my mind that I can." actually create with my own hands. It's not just something that is, you know, it's, it's just up there. It's, you know, it's not real. It's tangible. I can, if I think it, I can make it.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And not only that, they started, so these, all these kids live in groups of eight in family homes with, with a, a, a husband and a wife are, are called family teachers, okay. and they, they chaffroned. These kids were going back to the homes and tr- and, and working on the homes. Oh, wow. Um, wow. Talk so about funny. self...
2: You know, I mean, talk about being self-efficient. And like you were saying, too, if you have the school there, the kids can literally take care of the school and build things for the school and and run it, almost.
0: Exa- exactly. That is... So they, they had this great... Uh, I mean, it was like tears in my eyes when I, they sent me this... Uh, this this press release there was um uh local local boys town boys do good and they were building these sh- these sheds outside and it was all these kids using these rigid nail guns and i was like oh, they're doing it they're doing <laughs> it's it. emotional <laughs> it is it
1: does it touches you oh uh, that's awesome wow. and, and but we'll just take a break here while while we're talking about this um for anybody interested in getting involved, if you go to gofundme.com/trade life, um, and the link is going to be in the show notes, so you can just check out the description of the episode below and uh, and tap on it. Um, you can go and you can donate. And I would really encourage everybody if you have the means. Uh, you know, a dollar helps. Five dollars helps. A hundred dollars really helps. Um, you know. Putting a, a, you know, it's it's the old adage of teaching somebody how to fish as opposed to giving them a fish. Um, these kids are taking away real skills, and Josh has put a lot of time, effort, and and heart, quite frankly, into into the program. And um, like we said earlier, we're 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 proud to support it in, in in any way we can, man.
0: Well, and I'm going to have you guys come teach a class for sure.
1: Yes, <laughs> Oh, that would be yes, awesome. That would be awesome. That would be super super fun. We would love to do it.
0: So it's that's sort of- actually. That's actually the next, the next evolution of this program, because, and and just because thanks for the shout out, Anthony, that, that trade life, the actual program I'm, I'm raising money for is not the classes. Those classes are now, we have three of them. We have a welding, we have a construction and we have a small engines and that's working. The, wow. the trade life program is actually for the kids after high school. These are the kids now their support is gone. They're not checking in with their family teachers. These are kids that have to go get jobs and trade life provides Resources like weekly mentoring with the kid and their foreman or boss. It helps subsidize their rent so they can actually get a place and keep it. It's uh, it's helping them. Carhartt just donated a bunch of um, clothes oh. so that, you know, Omaha's cold as crap. Yeah. These guys are now going to have He's going to have real clothes for job sites.
1: I tell you what, man, um, Carhartt Carhartt knows how to put their money where their mouth is. Alo- along with Rigid and, and Toyota, I mean, that's amazing. But you know, we I have personal experience working with Carhartt, and they're 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 awesome. They're an awesome group of people.
0: They they are. I mean, so so the trade life problem, the trade life program is is about helping these kids after helping them stay on that road from eighteen to twenty one, giving them that three years of a nest. That, uh, that some people are in college or that some people are living at home yep. it's this nest to say hey look we're still here with you you, you we're knocking down that rent here's Oh, there's financial mentoring too. So it's like, okay, well, if you want a car, here's what it's going to cost versus rent versus food. Right. And, here's and, what you make what each
1: month. Here's how to put it away. Here, you know, the budgeting aspect of life, basically.
0: Right. And Very there's cool. also a component of staying within the community. I mean, there's, there's a, and it's all, it's all in, if you, if you wanted to go to boystown.org, it's there. Um, part of it is on the GoFundMe page, of the video. Um, it's, 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 it's it's making sure that these kids that have str- that have done so much to 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 turn their life around, um, and that do you know want that self respect of a job they keep it they they that that those things are more important than maybe hanging with your old friends or you know a little trouble you might get into because no one understands you
1: absolutely. That is awesome, man! I I I absolutely love everything you're doing with it. And and Josh, where
2: are you guys right now? Uh, I I know I, I I believe you said your goal you want to get to a hundred thousand.
0: Oh man! I I you guys hundred and fifty k.
2: So you're okay. Yep. So you're at hundred and fifty k. Is is really what you want to get to?
0: Yeah, and look, the 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 Boystown turns a hundred years old this December, and. Um, and at first I thought, you know, well, I, I said, you guys don't just tell me the truth. How much do you need for this program? And they told me the truth. And I was like, Oh boy, <laughs> that's a lot of money. That's a was, lot of money. <laughs> maybe you should have lied to me. Um, <laughs> and, and, uh, and, and, if, you know, the, the idea of a grassroots thing for me is really important. I have not hit up big, big corporations or anything like that because the grass, these kids are all of our, our problems. I mean, it's not a problem. These kids are our responsibility, it, yeah,
1: responsibility.
0: Uh, as a, as a whole. So I love, look, I'm like floored that so many people that I don't know, um, that I do know, um, have given money. I'm floored by, by so many. And then I look at that bottom line and I go, Holy shit. How am I going to get there? Um, because so many, so many great people have already given, um, but I it is. It's my goal. It's a it's a sounds a C you know charity. It's mm-hmm. tax yep. deductible thing. Um, and so maybe maybe towards the end of the year corporations like to give that money out. But I, I, I love how much the grassroots has worked. Um, for me and so many people. I mean, we're we're, we're only at. I think we're at.
1: You're at. 10, uh, 11, I got it in front of me right now. You're at ten thousand seven sixty six in three months. So that's, that's pretty that's, good uh, though. And that's and that's raised by a hundred by a hundred and nine people. So people are, are are given generously, and that's that's really awesome. Um, and
0: and it's it it is, and it's and it, like you said, Ant, five, 10, 100... Um those things those things matter to me they 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 do, but I need so instead of a hundred I need a thousand donors. you know I mean i need to I need to I literally i'm I'm not even at a tenth of my goal, but that's on me, you know I, hey man, listen, I, you,
1: know? you know baby steps will get you there man and and it sounds like you've made a hell of a lot of progress already, you know adding adding this additional let's say feature to the overall um the overall program that is Boys Town is is incredible. So you know, never never discount the amount of good that's been done, and just because you want to do more. So I I, I really commend you with the amount of time and effort you've put into this, and I, I think it's it's really awesome. Because look, on the whole, right? Let's let's take at risk kids out of this thing. Um, the trades are, are largely going away in this country as it is we j- we had a conversation a couple of weeks ago with jason cameron and um we were talking about the same thing it's you know manufacturing trades like the these things have have really gone by the wayside but when you look at the cost of education today to go to a university to go to a college it, it is it's damn cost prohibitive man Crazy. and you know the, the fact that these are at risk kids and and we could be doing you know more to be helping them that's great but that aside, like I said, you know the trades. The trades are something that are important to this country. It's how this country was built, um, and and I think anything we can do to support that, in and of itself, is a good thing.
0: Well, you've you've done a lot already, and I and 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 I always like to say, uh, don't be
1: afraid to ask for more, man. If you want us to come out there, if we can do anything, you know, if if you have other ideas, we're we're happy to we're happy to jump on on board and and, and help echo the, the the call. Oh yeah, you
0: guys are gonna come. I'm gonna have you guys like your favorite little little thing to build or whatever. And my my the next goal is I'm gonna get these c- celebrity um, um, mentors and teachers. They come, you sit there with the class, you you line out something they can build it they if they can mass build it then they'll say this is the this is the kitchen's cousin's couch yeah the kitchen's table that's and awesome, they, and then and then and then they can sell it. They can sell uh, it. To you know what?
1: I, I'm not going to dive into it here, but I I have a, a partnership with a with a brand that uh, that I think could help out, and they just approached me about doing a second year of of some things. Uh, I'm going to talk to you offline about about trying to get somebody else involved for some some additional tools and whatnot that you might not already have. That'd be huge. Yeah, that'd man, be huge for sure, for sure. Um, Cool, man. Well, fuck, Josh, this is awesome. I um I really appreciate you taking all this time. Um, I appreciate you sharing the knowledge and and certainly getting the word out about trade life in Boys Town. Um you got anything, uh you got I, anything
2: else, John? I mean, in all honesty, Josh, thank you for doing the fight. You you are in it right now because I know you were saying, you know, you're you're not even a tenth of a way there at your goal there, but You've only been doing it three months, and like anything in life, and you know it as well as we do, it is hard work. It is hard, hard work. You don't get to where we are, to where you've gotten. All the years that go by, whether it's television, construction, all the things we do without sacrifices and working extremely hard, so... Keep it up. Keep it going. We are behind you. We are going to get the word out. We're going to get other people involved. And uh, we're going to
1: get there, buddy. We we are definitely going to get there.
0: God, much appreciated, guys. Seriously. so
1: Awesome. Josh, thanks for taking the time. And uh, guys, this was another episode of Home with the Cousins. Thanks for hanging with us. All right. Talk to everyone soon. Hey guys, real quick before you go, we just wanted to say thanks for listening to the show this week. And if you have a second, please subscribe on the Apple podcast app or wherever you get your podcasts and share the show with your friends so we can keep growing this great community. Remember to check out homewiththecousins.com to read our show notes from this episode, see past episodes, download our free renovation document package, or just to send us a note. You can also find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at CarinoAnthony and at culinary John. Our show is produced and edited by yours truly with original music, intro and outro created by Steve and Joseph I'm Anthony Carino, and thanks for listening.